Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks for joining me again. My next guest uh, should be very interesting, Landon Yoshida from Aprium Advisors here in Irvine, California, also in Torrance and San Diego. They're a wealth management firm. Uh, We're going to talk about planning for retirement, especially from the industrial sector. Tell you a little bit about Aprium. They're a, um, a wealth management company. They just celebrated their 20th year, and the firm's been named to the Financial Times FT300 list for the past two years and has grown to over $650 million in assets under management. Uh, and much of its success is due to the firm's dedication to customer service and its focus on Southern California's growing population of retiring industrial workers. And that's that's a, a lot of the workers in Southern California. So, um, Landon, thanks so much for joining me today. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Bill. It's a pleasure to be with you, and thank you for your invitation. My pleasure. Thank you for for coming aboard. You have an interesting story, uh, and we want to find out all about that. First, if you would, I told the listeners a little bit about Aprium, but tell us a little bit about how how it started 20 years ago and and, uh, what type. Obviously, you you deal with industrial workers a lot, but you deal with a lot of people in retirement mode. Tell us a little bit about the, the company and how it got started. Sure. 20 years ago, it was started by Harmon Kong, and Harmon, uh, our founder, uh, believed that there was the idea that less is more in our industry. And when I say that, people want to know, well, what do you mean? And uh, we all came from the Wall Street finance-type firms, myself at Merrill Lynch, uh, Harmon, and Rhonda Ducote, who you've spoken to before, uh, from Fidelity. Mm-hmm. And uh, they found that in these big firms, they want you to bring in more and more and more. And you get to the point where you're inundated. And Harmon uh, found that he had 500 clients at the time. And it was very difficult for him to spend a lot of quality moments with them, um, barely getting in one or two phone calls a year if he could. And you're going from um, you know, basically putting out fires. And so he thought, you know, less is more if I can take on the ideal clients that I want to serve that are engaged with me and are rewarding to serve their families, I would have more of my time to give. And that's how Aprim was started 20 years ago. And, and you developed a real niche out of this, it sounds like, uh, and that is the industrial retiree practice. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, what you consider a, a ideal client to work with in the uh, in that in that sector you know Bill the the clients uh, are very much like I described I mean they are blue-collar as you said 
but they are rewarding for us to serve. Uh, they're very loyal and engaged with us. And uh, as you said, you wouldn't think that in California, especially Southern California, that there is this vast population of industrial workers, especially as aerospace uh, really left the, uh, the Southern California area in the 90s. Uh, it was surprising for me because I found out that, you know what, there is this huge population that gets overlooked. And most of these ne people never went to college, no college degree, but have worked at the same company for 30 or more years and have saved extremely well and live well within their means. And they get to the point in their career where they want to retire, but they don't know who to speak to because their companies don't offer uh, any services or advice or a person on site. And so that's how the opportunity presented itself to me, and, and that's where it all began when I was at Merrill Lynch years ago. Yeah, it's a really good point that a lot of these um, individuals um, started at companies that, that they stayed with all that time. And again, that's that's the secret is stay with something that, that uh, is good to you. And a lot of them, um, just uh, the company's benefit program took just took care of them over time. It, it basically, uh, they just kept putting money into whatever they had. Some, some of them probably have pension plans from from the, the good old days. Uh, but mm -hmm. then again, when, when it comes time to, to turn that all into cash and manage the wealth for income and things things are changing, uh, a lot of times they haven't developed any kind of a relationship with someone, and that's where, that's where you all come in. Now, do you go in and develop that relationship uh, prior to retirement years by putting on things like um, workshops or getting to know employees early on? You know, I have to confess, Bill. I mean, in the beginning, I didn't, I didn't really know where to start. You know, I was very young in the business, and um, you know, like I said, they told you get, go out and get clients, and they may have given you a phone list, they may have given you a lead phone, sheet, or, or phone book, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and there's some stories that I'll tell you that um, some of the young trainees with me somehow had the phone directory for certain companies, and they would literally, as you just said, there's a phone book, and they'd just go down the list and cold call these people, and I thought to myself, man, that is not what I would want to receive if I am that employee at that company. Well, I would not want to meet somebody and then turn over my life savings based on a cold call. Right. And um, so to your point, it's like, okay, well, what do you do? And I, and I, I learned, you know, that there's this idea you can serve first and sell second. And I thought, you know, it's going to take a while, but, you know, if I approach this the way that Maybe I would want to meet somebody, or maybe my parents would want to meet somebody. Maybe that would resonate, but uh, it may not be on the on the timeline of my firm that I was with. But let me give this a shot. And so there was no cold calling. There's no, you know, advertisements or mailers or things like that. I certainly will tell you I tried it once or twice, but it just it, it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, and I found that actually, if you you play to what they want to see, for example gathering their friends together in a reunion setting uh, that they've, you know, they haven't seen since they retired, uh, have a big party for them with no agenda, purely social, gather them together, uh, that is something that resonates with them. And uh, we can talk more about that, but a reunion lunch was one of the best themes that uh, I found uh, was great. And the sale came later, but as I said, if you serve first, sell second, you can certainly build a great... Uh, niche business, as you said. Good words to live by, and of course, uh, in a lot of situations, if you're dealing with uh, uh, people in a company um, and uh, they 
people talk and they see that they're being well taken care of by by you or your firm and then they're going to say well uh you know so and so likes them so so why don't I give them a try so it's it's a, a good a good group of individuals to get in with what are some of the biggest issues that you help people uh solve or what biggest let's say the biggest questions that they're they're concerned about when you first talk with them well, I think for these people, as, as we're talking about, they're blue collar, and um, they don't know where to begin. So many times, the first question is, "Well, do I have have I saved enough to retire?" Mm-hmm. And and that to me has been the the number one question. Uh, second question might be, "Have hey, got all this uh, company stock in my 401k plan? Should I diversify it?" So and those yes. are the top two questions that we face, and uh, we can get into that later. But as far as the planning of it. Uh, there is now what we call a modern-day approach to financial planning, and we're trying to move away from what our industry created years ago, where they would maybe put some inputs and data into the process, and I would hand you, Bill, a, a bound book, and here's your plan. <laughs> and, uh, right. you know, what would you do with that book? You know, it would probably, you might look at it once or twice, but it ends up collecting dust at home, and many times you'd ask the client, you know, where it is, and they, not, they can't remember um, so sure. we're looking again to be very engaged with the client, and uh, that's why software allows us to do that now. We brought on a great team uh, led by Chris Whitaker here at AppRim, and uh, they've done a fantastic job uh, preparing these clients to answer those two questions. You know, have I saved enough? We can prove that to you, yes or no. Uh, and then also, what I do with my concentrated stock positions, and do I use a tax strategy like net unrealized appreciation or NUA, for example? That could be a a great solution for them. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, that is a big question for people, and it's treated differently, of course, coming out of things like a 401k. It's it's pretty technical to talk about on this show, but that, that concept of net unrealized appreciation is something that people would probably be very confused about. I guess the, the other question is, you know, uh, a lot of times when you're working, you're, you're bringing in money and you're spending money and whatever's left over is going into your plans or your savings, hopefully, and uh, that's all well and good, but what happens when the, the income stops? Um, are, do, are people uneasy about that today in your, you know, is, is that, you, you mentioned that's a big, uh, a big discussion point, but mm-hmm. beyond that, it, are, can people retire by and large these days or do they have to find another job somewhere? <laughs> and it really is dependent upon the, the end client, right? I mean, if they stick to their expenses on a relative basis, of course, there's going to be uh, you know things that happen. Life will happen, uh, health issues, tragedy, uh, different projects that might come up, vacations they want to take. But by and large, I will tell you that many of our clients do and, and can retire with great comfort. Where I've, I've seen struggles is when the plan deviates significantly. And it's one of those times where we, you know, you can preach or, or share the best advice, but if they're not willing to follow it, unfortunately, then um, it might not be a, a great relationship to maintain, right? So um, we've definitely found that for the most part they can, but on average, I'll tell you that Americans certainly have not saved enough. But I think that can be certainly combated by engaging with a great planner, uh, a great firm, and there's many of them out here. I mean, it's not not only AppRim, but I mean, you certainly have a wealth of resources here in Southern California, and people just need to be engaged and start planning early. You know, don't wait until your 50s or 60s. It's going to be too late. 
Right. So if you were if you're going to build some kind of a widget or a product, then you'd go find people that are have experience building that product. You'd you'd tell them what you're looking for in the end, what your dimensions are, and then they'd go to work on building that out for you. So it sounds like with this, it's kind of similar. Someone saying, well, I don't want a product, but what I want to know is, uh, I want to I want to see, am I going to have enough money, not only now, but I might live to 100 or longer. What does it look like out that far? And so that's what, what you're talking about, Landon, is coming in with a, a specialized software that, that's been developed for your use to say, well, let's take a look and see what it looks like out into the future, and then we can figure out if you know if everything looks great, uh, even using conservative estimates, then you can breathe easy and you can show this to your spouse and your family, and and everybody will uh, know that as long as they follow these these guidelines, everything should work out pretty well, right? That's a good point. I love that analogy you used about building the widgets. I'm gonna have to borrow that, Bill, if you don't mind. But <laughs> uh, I don't mind I at all. <laughs> I think, you know, to your point, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead, Bill. No, I was just going to say, you know, a lot of times these uh, these people have been building something or working on some kind of a project, and it's just like what they've been doing. You need someone who comes in with a strategy, understands what the raw materials are, and is able to project, and you you probably use something that projects, you know, in, in various situations that there's a degree of certainty um, that the plan will work out as long as you use certain parameters, and and they have to understand. Okay, if if we set these, if you tell me these are what your parameters are, and this is what you're going to spend, and maybe you have a trip of a lifetime in the future, or a wedding to plan for, or college funding, or whatever, or you want to help the grandkids, that's fine. We can build that in. But if we set the plan and it's going to be really skinny, you might the the individuals might have to swallow hard and cut some in some places and realize that they've got to stick to their plan to to look for successful outcomes right that certainly happens you know and there's these toggles built into the software and there are all these financial what ifs as you just alluded to that people want to know and um, it's very easy for Chris and his team to answer those what ifs and have a lot of certainty based on mathematical calculations that Hey, look, you know what? You you have saved enough. You can achieve that goal, or you can travel, you know, once every year at this, you know, various different a cruise, a, a different type of trip for the family, and also engages uh, the next generation. I'll tell you, we've been able to extend that, offer a service uh, at at no cost to their adult children at many times, and as we're talking about getting them engaged early on, and uh, it seems as if even though there's robo advisors now in our world. Um, they try to appeal to the young folks. It actually doesn't take it to that next level. And do they truly get engaged, or is it just an automatic deposit program where they're putting money into this account? And uh, I think that's the beauty of it. And I certainly love, as I said, serving first and selling second uh, with that next generation of, of our, our clients. Yeah, I was going to ask you because in the uh, people that are retiring these days are usually in the baby boomer generation, and of course. Uh, we, you know, I'm a baby boomer. We all grew up with technology, and we, we remember the movie uh, where, where the computer, where the computer says nothing can go wrong, go wrong, go wrong. <laughs> right, you know, right out of the gate. <laughs> and we've, all, I think we've, we've seen technology in its infancy um, go wrong, and uh, so a lot of people uh, may or may not trust these, these, the new technology. Now, the younger generation, that's all they know, and, and they may not 
have any problems with it. But um, uh, for for people that are a little older, they're they're they want to trust that they can call somebody and look somebody in the eye and talk to somebody and not just call an 800 number and get whoever answers the phone. Um, and so it's really important to have a good relationship with a, a planner uh, and, and really uh, someone that you like and that understands what your benefits package is. If you, if you say, uh, what, is, what about my stock in my 401K, and they don't have a clue what you're talking about. You you might want to look uh, further for someone better. So, uh, Landon, how how do you get started with individuals? Do they is it a conversation? If someone wanted to talk to you or call you, or do you do some kind of a initial analysis? How do you get started with people? So the process is very much the way it began early on for me, and uh, again appealing to what I thought they would want to receive. I actually would make house calls because, you know, at the time I was young in, in my career and. I had a lot of time, so mm-hmm. I, I figured. Well, I mean, if you know these people are working hard in, a, in an oil refinery all throughout the week, I mean they're pretty exhausted. And uh, my office was further south in Orange County at the time, and they're in Torrance. Uh, they probably wouldn't want to make that drive, so I said, "Well, I'll meet you at your house." And uh, I found that it actually was very uh, comfortable for them because they're in their own home. And also, too, if there were any specific questions about a document that they had or Social Security transactions that were coming up. Uh, they had all that information handy, uh, whereas if they, the first meeting was at my office, uh, it wouldn't have made float as well or they may not have been as comfortable. Um, so that's how many times the first meeting begins, but that first call usually starts off, as you described earlier in our conversation, that it's a referral. And, hey, you know, Landon, this is, uh, you know, John from uh, the Exxon Refinery, and I heard about you through my friend, and that's how it begins. It, it always is a referral for us, um, and they've heard about us through, as you said, a, a relationship that they already have, which is a trusted friendship uh, at their place of work. And so uh, it, tr- it starts off very warm, and it then begins uh, to become a great relationship. And many times I tell my wife and my kids and even people at work that I can't believe sometimes this is work for us, you know, that uh, we really become part of these people's families. And, That's, you know, get to, yeah. you know, get to really enjoy the, the fruits of that and certainly address their portfolio and retirement needs, but many times it it's like you're just one of the members of their family. It's really beautiful. Well, absolutely. There's a lot riding on it. They better trust you and, and like you and uh, and get to know you. And it's it's wonderful to meet you and hear more about what you do at Aprim Advisors. I've been talking with Landon Yoshida at Aprim Advisors. Landon, what's the best way for our listeners to get to know you better or get in touch with you? Well, certainly get to know us would be through our website. It's uh, aprim.com, A-P-R-I-E-M, like Mike.com. Uh, on that site, there is a page we've just created recently that talks about uh, the different generations that we serve and you said get to know us so it it provides a great way for people to reach us see the firm learn more about us but then also learn about the people who serve clients at Aprium and you'll find that this generation series talks a lot about personal stories and how it shaped who we are today how we serve our clients and you know my my dad at a, you know working his first job at a pineapple cannery how that shaped my own life as it is today. So I think that's a really interesting read uh, for someone to learn more about us. 
Well, terrific talking with you today. Thanks so much for bringing us up to speed about you and Aprium Advisors, and uh, I look forward to uh, checking in with you at some point down the road and find out what what's happening. I know we, we've got some interesting financial times. Always uh, things are in a state of change, so uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch and uh, hope to talk to you again soon, and best of wishes to you. Thanks so much, Bill. It's a joy to be with you. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 